everyone, welcome to All Things Iceland. This is Jules, a native New Yorker that moved to Iceland in 2016. After falling in love with the country, I started the All Things Iceland podcast and social media channels in 2018 to share with travelers and others who are interested in Iceland about the country's fascinating history, culture, nature, language, and travel. Sharing insights, travel recommendations, folklore, interviews, and so much more have helped thousands to become more familiar with Iceland and have epic adventure. This episode is part of my Folklore Friday series, where I'm sharing fascinating stories from Icelandic folklore on Fridays throughout 2024. I've read and heard many of these stories over the years, and they take place in different parts of Iceland. Please know that I'm telling these stories in my own words, but the information comes from a variety of sources that have combined from the internet and books to share on the podcast. I have links to books that you can buy if you want in the description of these episodes on my website, allthingsiceland.com, for each of the episodes. The Icelandic folklore shared will be a mix of stories about ghosts, magic, strange animals, elves, and other mythical beings. Today we're diving into some intriguing Icelandic tales from East Iceland, specifically some tales from the life of Pastor Vigfus Binnadiksson. Back in the 18th century, Vigfus found himself dealing with some pretty wild supernatural encounters. But luckily for him, some of the intuitive and resourceful women in his life were able to help him out when he found himself in some sticky situations that were also quite spooky. Before ending up at Kalva Fettstaler, Vigfus was a pastor at Einholt in East Iceland. Around this time, he had been bumping heads with a local named Olaver at Vidborth Self. And you could pretty much say that things were getting heated from time to time during their interactions. One day, Vigfus had planned to visit some of his parishioners, but there was pretty nasty weather. His wife, Malfrider, had suggested that maybe he shouldn't stop at Olaver's place because she sensed some trouble. But Vigfus ended up going anyway. So in essence, he was going to stop at the place where this guy he had been, you know, having quarrels with. And of course, his wife sensing that there could be more up. But, you know, he decided on his own that he was going to do it anyway. And so when he got there, Olaver welcomed him with open arms and even offered him a drink from a mysterious bottle that he had pulled from a chest. At first, Vigfus was not thirsty, so he didn't drink the bottle that just sat there in front of him. But as time went on and they were chatting, he was like, all right, let me just open the cork a little bit. So he had the bottle in his hand, was about to take a swig, but at that moment, the door burst open and in came Vigfus's wife, who had warned him about not going to this place. And she said, Fusi, do not drink from that bottle. And she took it from him, took a swig of it herself. And Fusi was his nickname, by the way, for, that she had for him. She took a swig of the liquid in that bottle and spat it out on the floor. The odd thing is that the dog had been in the room, so assumingly Olaver's dog, was there, came over, licked up the liquid that... Vigfus's wife had spit on the floor and immediately dropped dead. After that, Vigfus's wife was like, hey, it's fine to drink now. 
and you can do it without any harm coming to you. So he did, and he was fine. But I just wanted to personally note that I wouldn't touch that bottle after seeing what it had done to the dog. But that's just on, you know, my own view of it. Clearly, Vic Fus trusted his wife with his literal life. On another occasion, because Vic Fus, you know, being a pastor, gets around in terms of visiting different prisoners. And so there are adventures in which, you know, he encounters or goes on, maybe not intentionally, but he was traveling through Uraive, and this is a district, again, um, in the east. And he ended up at Knapvetler, which he was planning on going to Huff, but he was getting a bit tired. And while he had been offered an escort, so someone to go with him, he had decided that, no, he's fine, not necessary, and he'll just go alone. However, it was quite late. And when he showed up at a place called Litlahuf, which is a, a little croft, he saw that there was someone in the window. And the woman that came out greeted him, but was surprised to see the pastor so late. Vigfus was tired, and so he asked if he could stay the night and that she keep a light burning the whole night. Back at home, Sigfus's wife, Malfreder, woke up in a panic. She could sense that her fusi was in trouble. So she took this gray cloth that had been part of her bodice and started gnawing on it all night until dawn. Finally, when dawn came, she just knew that he was safe, and she stopped, and thankfully he was okay. Now, what kind of harm was he in? No idea. <laughs> and why this gray cloth? Again, not fully sure of that. But it is interesting how she's so well connected to her husband that she could know when he's in trouble and do things to help him so that it would keep him from perishing. For the last tale of Pastor Vigfus, there's actually a connection that he has to the West Fjords. So before he ended up in East Iceland, he was actually serving as a pastor in the West Fjords, specifically in Alvik. And he ended up leaving because of some hostile magicians or sorcerers for that matter. And they had been using, so there's these brothers who had been using their magic to torment Vigfus. So that's why he ended up leaving and going east. And even though he was far removed from them, their grudge against him had not subsided. So they decided to wake up a ghost and send it to kill Vigfus after he had moved east. Now, this ghost was said to be around average height and leather clad. And this ghost, after being woken up, made its way to the east to find Vigfus. Before getting there, though, it stopped at a place first called Tversker and ended up kind of spooking a local farmer there named Einar on Shrove Tuesday. In regards to Shrove Tuesday, it's the Tuesday before Lent. In For those who are Christian, or if you're not Christian, then you can look that up and find out what Lent is. But it's just, you know, special holidays in Iceland and other places around the world where people are going to be taking part in Lent. So when the ghost arrived early in the morning, Einar was the only one awake, and he'd asked the stranger, because to him he didn't know it was a ghost, where he was from, and this stranger answered from the West Fjords. So because this person just showed up, Einar assumed that the stranger had a message for him, so he asked if he had any news, and the ghost replied that one of Einar's sheep was dead in the fields. 
This was a bit of a head-scratcher for Einar, because he immediately felt something was not right. How is it that this man, seemingly a man, who came from the West Fjords, which is very, very far from the East, knew the mark that Einar had on his sheep? As a side note, it is common practice for farmers in Iceland to mark their sheep in some way so that they can find them during the yearly sheep roundup, called Rieter, or if the sheep gets lost in general. And it makes sense that someone from your region, so if another person from the East knew your mark uh, that you had on your sheep, it would make a lot of sense because, you know, these individuals are communicating with each other and often collaborating if that was necessary. But from a person who lives in the West Fjord so far away to know specifically Einar's mark on his sheep to tell him that he had a dead sheep was suspicious. So this already made it so that Einar's spidey senses were up. To test this to test this person even more, Einar asked him about a key that had been lost for over 20 years. Without hesitation, the ghost immediately knew where the key was and told him. So now Einar knew for sure that this was not a regular person. He mustered up the courage because he was feeling extremely uncomfortable about all these secrets that this individual knew about Einar even though he wasn't from his region and he'd never seen him before. So he mustered up the courage and told the stranger to get out. The ghost didn't like that, but he did what was commanded. However, he did not leave without making his mark. As he crossed through doorways, the frames of the doors were ripped off and the wood pieces that were once door frames were found scattered outside the next day. The ghost continued with his mission to kill Vigfus. And before he reached Einholt, where Vigfus lived, the nanny for the children of the pastor had asked him, because she sensed something was up, she asked Vigfus to sleep in her bed that night and that she would sleep in his. She was an old and wise woman who knew many things, and she had proven that previously. So Vigfus did as she suggested. That same night, the ghost arrived to the pastor's house in Einholt. The next morning, Vigfus was alarmed when he opened the door to his bedroom that he normally sleeps in, and he saw that the sheets that had been on his bed where the nanny had slept had been ripped to shreds. The older woman was lying on the floor looking so weak and tired. Vigfus went to her to see if she was okay. She was able to muster up enough energy to tell him of the fierce confrontation that she had with the ghost that had been sent to kill him, and that the sorcerer brothers that had sent this ghost will not be sending any more messages. It literally took all of her strength to relay that to him. After taking a deep breath, she lay her head down and died. This tale from East Iceland shows just how wild and mysterious Icelandic folklore can be, with a brave pastor extremely wise and resourceful women, as well as some eerie supernatural beings. For the random fact of the episode, East Iceland is a lovely place that most people just drive through and don't often take time to check out because they don't know what they're missing, which is fair. I mean, if you don't know, how would you stop? I will do an episode dedicated to the East, but one thing that adds to the spookiness of this area is that it tends to be quite foggy there. In my opinion, thick fog lends itself to scary ghost stories, and I can only imagine what people have seen or thought they saw in the dense fog that can descend upon the region. 
If you're curious about some really cool places to see in East Iceland, like some hidden gems, even some more popular places, you can always grab my Iceland map. I'll have a link to it in the description of this episode on allthingsiceland.com. But also if you go directly to the homepage of my website, you'll see at the top in the tabs, it says trip planning help. My Iceland map is linked there too. And you end up getting the whole map, but it will give you all of the places that I have that I have added to the map in East Iceland, which are a decent amount. And let me tell you, the East is one of those remote areas where so many people, like I've mentioned, missed out. They don't know what's there. So I highly recommend if you're planning a trip East, which I, I always suggest people do if they have the time to grab my Iceland map and check out all the really cool natural attractions, cultural hotspots, and just fascinating activities that you can do there. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, you have lifetime access to my Iceland map. And whenever I update it, you get any future updates as well. And I currently have over 260 different locations around the country. But of course, like, you know, ones in the east, west, everywhere. Highlands, all the places that you can, of course, potentially visit on your own. And if you decide to get full access to the map, you also get pre-made itineraries that I created. And so you could use that to plan your trip. All right. For the Icelandic word of the episode, it is thoka, 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 which means fog. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thaka þér kælegar fyrir að hlusta og sjáumst fyrir